Radio 840 WHAS. Good Sunday morning. Bob Sikoler, the Louisville Real Estate Show. The voice continues to be a little hoarse. It comes and goes throughout the week. You know, the cold weather, the heat, cold, that into into the warm weather, into the studio, into a office, and then we go back out into the cold. I hope you're uh, here for us for the next 30 minutes or so in the studio. We've got Kevin Disler, Pitt and Frank Attorneys, 895-9900. Hi there, Kevin. Bob. Good morning. And Randy Rocky, Swan Financial, 645-0736. Good morning, Bob. Good morning. And my son, Greg, continues. He is now... Wait, wait, wait. 502-718-7186. What is that? That's my phone number. I've never given it out before. Oh, oh well, you well, will now be... <laughs> I was trying to jump ahead of you. I was trying to surprise him. He, he really wow. didn't know what that he was. He doesn't know your phone number. Well, because, you know, in this day and age, it's just simply a matter of pressing it on your phone or saying, Siri, call, or... Whatever, right? You plugged it in in 2004 and haven't thought about haven't it since. Haven't thought about it since, yeah, even before that. <laughs> so anyway, so thank you for being here, Greg. So a little, little later on in today's show, the 2020 real estate predictions that may surprise you. It's true. But first, let's go to the phones. Good morning, Bob Sikoler, Louisville Real Estate Show, News Radio 840 WHAS. Hello. Hi, Bob. This is Elizabeth. Yep. Um, I just currently got hired on with a new job. And I have not filed taxes in the last couple of years. So what I'm wondering is if I want to buy a house, um, what what's the process when you haven't filed taxes and you just started a new job recently, even though you have five years on another job and almost 20 on the one before that? Well... Let's start with not paying taxes for a number of years. That could be problematic for you, right? It, it could be, and it, we'd have to look at the situation. But, uh, you know, uh, with if they were a W-2 employee, a lot of times that they're going to get a refund. You know, and so it, it it just – I would need to look at that. It's very complicated in that scenario. Yeah. So. so the first thing I would suggest that you might consider is paying the taxes, paying back It taxes. would be good to – pay the taxes if she has to pay taxes a lot of times you're getting a tax refund as you well know so yeah. it's just i i would it would be a situation where she should get an application in with someone look at her credit score I, it doesn't sound like she has a tax lien so um um i, I really it, it, there's just a lot to that question you know it really is it's yes <laughs> But I, I suspect that she is not alone, that there are people who just haven't paid taxes. Oh, absolutely. I don't think it was maybe it's not malicious, but it was definitely something the oversight maybe. That's maybe the yeah. way you want to look at it. So yeah. Probably needs of, to see a CPA or a tax attorney. Yes, like and that's what I can – once we get that done, we put them in with that scenario, and then we figure out, okay, if there's money coming back, not, and we can file quickly, and then we can go from there. It's It's – it's not that complicated of a process if you're not self-employed. That's the big. If you're self-employed, that becomes a problem. It becomes a real problem. Yeah, you haven't filed taxes. It's uh, you have zero percent chance unless you yeah. file in that scenario. But yeah. uh, and if you're not self-employed, you can. We can work around it. Somewhere. All right, Elizabeth, wish you the best, very best of luck. If uh, you'd like to see some of the video of our radio show, we do. We recorded a bunch of the, the shows and questions. Go to Louisville Answers dot com that's louisvilleanswers.com back to the phones we go good morning bob sicoler louisville real estate show news radio 840 whas hello 
Hey, Bob, this is Joe. Yeah. I'm uh, moving to Louisville from Miami for a job, but I'm worried about finding a neighborhood with nice neighbors and that's quiet. Do you have any suggestions? So we technically, legally, ethically, morally, I, there's not much we can do in terms of pointing you at a specific neighborhood. Correct, Kevin? I believe that you have to be extremely cautious. He said uh, nice, which is somewhat suggestive, somewhat yeah. subjective anyway, but you're talking about redlining and things of that yeah. nature. Yeah. yeah. So we, we, and I, we have meetings with our agents. We have 25 total agents uh, on board with us. And we meet and we talk about things like uh, equal opportunity, ethical, moral things that we should be doing. And the, I think the best thing that we should all do as agents is anticipate that the person who's calling or asking questions may be testing to see to make sure you're living up to our code, our ethics code. And if you do that, if you answer every question based on that, you'll never get into any trouble. You never know. So, it, and, and you know, there are there are people out there who have prejudices every left and right of the, of the way you go. But, but and you know what, we yeah. tell our agents if if you've got somebody who's like that, a, a client or a buyer who has that inclination, and you see that, run because you don't want to be involved in that. Yeah. You don't want to be the person that could be either one. It could be a secret shopper, and your job and your license right. could be on the line, or two, they could put you in a very precarious situation. Come down the road. The hard part is they are relying on your expertise, Absolutely. brand new, and, and you could say, okay, someone's just perfect for Germantown or perfect for St. Matthews. It has nothing to do with, you know, there's some issues that you probably don't need to get into, but they are relying upon you as like, okay, based on me and my lifestyle, yep. what Which, do you guys and think? That's, and that's where it's easy. You, you can yeah. say, listen, I recommend you get in the car, drive around the neighborhood. Let me know some of the neighborhoods you like. Well, if you see some places, let's go in and look so you can see for yourself. <laughs> You can go in there, and I recommend you go in the morning, in the afternoon. Look at traffic times. Look at look at the action in the neighborhood because I can tell you everything, and I still could be wrong. You need to make that perception for yourself, but I will be here to be the conduit of the information up to the point where I cannot legally tell you this Which is where to go. Better. But you can do things like, okay, let's Kevin, let's just say you're uh, Joe who's coming up from okay. Miami. So, so, Kevin, what do you like to do in your spare time? Now, if you tell me you like going out to the bars and then having, you know, two, three, four back and then head home, I'm going to say, well, you know, you might want to think about buying something in the Highlands along Bartstown Road. A lot of bars. You can go to the bar. You walk home rather than driving. So that's something you could do. If you tell me I love restaurants, you might want to be in one section or another, depending on what type of restaurants. If you like movies, it might be worth it to move closer to a, a Tinseltown or uh, Bartstown Theater, one of the something mm-hmm. that will be make your lifestyle easier to accommodate. That's not redlining. That's, that's based on what you're and telling that, me is what you're looking and for. And that's kind of the dilemma. I'm coming in from Miami. I don't know the areas. True. So, so happens every day. You have to get to know your client. Yeah. And then try to determine, okay, I'm going to show them these different areas. And then it comes down to the individual. But you, there there are certain issues that you really don't need to get into. And like you said, sometimes you kind of wonder when a, when a number of issues pop up that uh, maybe I feel real uncomfortable here. Yeah. You know, but it, it's difficult for you. Yeah, that and that's happened. I mean, I've had questions that I feel real uncomfortable uh, answering those questions. I tell them, listen, I'm, I'm uncomfortable. I once had another we – were, I was on the seller side and the buyer's um, agent's client called me and I had to tell him, listen, I have to tell you, I feel very uncomfortable talking to you. 
the way it's supposed to be done is through your agent. That's what he or she is there for. And so they understood that. Back to the phones we go. Good morning, Bob Sekoler, Louisville Real Estate Show. News Radio 840 WHAS. Hello. Hi, Bob. My name is Julie. Yeah. We're looking to sell a house and buy a new one. And I've heard some people talk about bridge loans to where you can take the equity out of your home to purchase the new home. Is that still the case? So, Randy, bridge loans were big years ago, and then they went away. Are they back with another name, or are we still seeing uh, You can do it, but it, it, there are a couple ways to do it. You can get a home equity line of credit uh, set up on your house, uh, which is similar to a bridge loan, although you still have to make two payments. And so, so let's just review this. Let's back up for a second. So, folks, if, if you're looking to buy another house and you're afraid you're not going to see what you like and you put your house on the market, there's one. There are a couple of things you can do, but one of the easiest things that used to be the way to do it was: okay, you find the house you're going to like, you get qualified first, say with Swan, mm-hmm. to do a bridge loan to have or take home equity out of your your existing house, and then you buy the second house. Now you're making two loan payments, but that gives you less pressure with having to find a house after you have a contract on the house you're yes. selling. You've already got one locked up. Or about to close or closed, right? And bridge loan was interest only. Yeah, yeah you're but, not paying principal, right? Got but, it. but but that's what usually yeah. in that scenario. What we do now is we do a simo closing where we close the and, and assuming that they would could sell their house, buy a new house, or they list their house, they sell it first, and then they they live somewhere for a little bit, temporary housing. Or um, uh, the last scenario is is they just take a home equity line out on their current home to put down for a down payment on their yep. new home. And then you have two months, usually either a month or two months, to make your first mortgage payment on your new home. Yeah, I got it, depending upon when you close in the market. Right, right, as long as you qualify. So so it's so the market is expected to be so hot this year that I would tell you that uh, in this case, and again, Julie could be completely off on this, but it is a rock'em sock'em market. Here in January, we are already seeing buyer and seller signs as if we were in April. Yeah. You're seeing Nation, that as well? nationwide, nationwide. Yeah. So we we're anticipating an incredible year for real estate. I don't know that I'd be so worried about a bridge loan, but if you want, I mean, I'll come out and spend time. There's no obligations. Have me come out three seven six five four eight three. We'll find the mm-hmm. solution. Well, I so with bridge loans, we've we've done a few, and you have to be very strong financially, and it's usually with a local bank. And, and exactly, it's very, very difficult to do. And, and you're right, Kevin. And there are more cost. I mean, it's just there's just a, there's a, usually a better solution. Yeah. Well, and I was just going in because I know I think Bob, you have this option because in the other is the i buyers, which True. is a term of art yeah. for that. If you really find a house, tight market, you know, any type of contingency, you're not going to get it. That may be an mm-hmm. option. Like I said, I think your group. Has that and a, Instant a offer, few other people that right. have offers. Or guaranteed sale. Yeah, yeah. We're going to take a break. When we come back, uh, the 2020 real estate predictions that may surprise you. In the studio, we've got Randy Rocky, Swan Financial, 6450736. Kevin Disler, Pitt and Frank Attorneys, 895-9900. My son, Greg, who you can reach. Oh, you gave out your phone number now. 502-718-7186. Okay. And it's a new year. Yeah, good. New oh, me. Wow. Who's this? Man, this, is that my son? Uh, you can reach me anytime, 376 5483. Back in a moment on News Radio 840 WHAS.
Pitt and Frank has long served your real estate closing needs throughout the Louisville and Southern Indiana area, including our newest location in Oldham County across from the Southeast Christian Church in Crestwood. But did you know that Pitt and Frank can assist you with your estate planning and long-term care needs? Don't leave your loved ones the burden of being unprepared. There are solutions available to protect assets and income as well as plan for your long-term care. Call us today at Pitt and Frank, 502-895-9900. That's 502-895-9900. Need a home loan or refinancing? You need to talk to Randy Rocky at Swan Financial. Why have they become so popular? Because of our programs, our service, and our competitive rates. And now listen to this new program from Swan Financial. Yes, we have a 1% down program that also you will get 2% grant money from the investor. Call Randy Rocky today at 866-766-1920. Swan Financial, NMLS 2473 and 26362. Equal housing opportunity. Call for additional cost information. Other restrictions may apply. Shopping for a home? The place to start is REMAX Properties East. Experienced, caring, top-producing agents who service all of Louisville and surrounding areas. On your computer or on your smartphone, head to homesinlouisville.com and sign into one of the most advanced home search sites in the country. That's homesinlouisville.com. Residential or commercial real estate, let the award-winning agents at REMAX Properties East help. Take the first step in your house hunting journey. Visit homesinlouisville.com or call 425-6000 today. Here's a message from Shark Tank's Barbara Corcoran. You may have seen Wall Street hedge fund companies advertise that they'll pay you instant cash for your home. Well, I hope you're not considering leaving the sale of your home up to a website. Hi, I'm Barbara Corcoran. Selling your home is easy if you hire the right agent who can give you options. In Louisville, Bob Sokola can bring you an immediate cash offer. He has a track record of getting sellers more money than the average agent. Find out what your home is really worth. Go to WeSellLouisville.com and get your home sold. Thank you, Barbara Corcoran. And if you want to talk to me about the Guaranteed Sale Program, Instant Offer Program, or just coming out and selling your home, you can reach me anytime, 376-5483. There are never any extra fees, or you can cancel at any time with our Guaranteed Sale or Instant Offer Program. In the studio, we've got our buddies Rocky Ranney, Swan Financial, 645-0736. Also, Kevin Disler, Pitt & Frank Attorneys. 895-9900. 895-9900. Son Greg, who you can reach on Instagram at... We sell Louisville. Right. You can also reach Rocky Randy or Randy. Is it Randy Rocky? <laughs> Did I say Randy Rocky? Yeah, that's Randy. why we're over here laughing. Going to hear Gregor Usually, Usually Rocky and Bullwinkle. I mean, there's all kinds of things oh, that go bulls. on. With you know, I'm, I'm so much concentrating on my voice, trying to get rid of the the... Raspiness in it. Bullwinkle. Is that, is that, is that, is that what he sounded <laughs> like? Very good. Yeah. Hi, right. Bullwinkle. And Randy, Kevin, jump in. Very Greg, limited. Greg, jump in on this anywhere you see fit. 2020 real estate projections that may surprise you. Mm. Ready? Mortgage rates. Now, we poll a variety of different organizations Freddie Mac, Fannie Mae, uh, National Association of Realtors, the Mortgage Bankers Association. Generally, across the board, everyone's thinking between 3.5 and 3.8%. For the year. Has your guy Habib come out with anything yet? There he has not. And last year he did predict on the drop, if you recall. And okay. a lot of people were saying, you're nuts. And they did. So, and they did. He is, he's, he's the man. And I really so just kind of go with him. Just for historic <laughs> references, folks. So remember, we're saying 3.5 to 3.8%. 
Compare that to the 1970s, where interest rates were averaging about 8.86%. Oh, yeah. uh, in 1980s, 12.70%. In the 1990s, 8.12%. And in the 2000s, 6.29%. So, well, uh, what do you think the threshold would be where the market would stop? And I, I'm, I'm just wondering, would it be above 6%? Probably. Would it be above 7 Yeah, I don't know that. You know, it's, it's getting used to. Anytime we right. have a shift of exactly. a quarter of a half a point, there's kind of a, a lull until people realize that that's the new norm. It is, yes. Right? Yeah. Well, it, it was like fourth quarter of 18 with the five briefly. Oh, it, right, it really right. started to cut off it, even at five. Yeah, it did. It, it yeah. did, Kevin. I just, just thought I'd love to Yeah, you want to see what I'm talking about? Yeah, I've got you. You want to give me a hard time? I got you. Um, Rocky Randy. Home sales are projected to grow in 2020. So just to give you an idea, again, across the board, everyone's pretty much saying – Freddie Mac saying they're going to be flat compared to 219. be exactly the same. But National Association of Realtors, the Mortgage Bankers Association, and Fannie Mae are all saying that we should see an increase in the number of home sales in our area and around the country. And that also holds true with home values appreciating in 2020. For example, the biggest jump comes from a company called CoreLogic. So they do a lot of the statistical mm-hmm. Uh, mm-hmm. checking of sales yeah. around the country. They're claiming that home prices in, and again, your area may differ, but for the most part, generally, looking at a 5.4% increase over 2020. What was 2019? Do you know? I don't know. Okay. I do not have that in. But the Mortgage Bankers Association is the lowest of the anticipated increases. They're thinking only 3.1%. So these are all really good numbers to think about. There was talk of 2020 uh, recession. It's been pushed back by a lot of the leading economists to 2021. I think part of it might have been that they were kind of jumping the gun because it was an election year. Who knows what their intent was. But even with um, a recession that comes along, real estate has historically outperformed any other way of making money during recessions. Markets sounded the recession alarm last year in 2019. And this year, the average forecaster now sees a 33% chance of recession over the next year. In contrast, our new recession model suggests a 20% profitability or probability rather. So it's it could come, it could happen. It's iffy. But even if it does, real estate's in a safe place. We've always been, Louisville's always been in a safe place. Even when the, the first recessions happened in two, 2007, where are, what yeah, year 2007, 2007, When that happened, Louisville was still experiencing growth. And even th- right thereafter, there was a lot of it growth. It dropped, but it was nowhere near what happened. No, in the, the coastal cities. Yeah. And you see all these predictions that are coming yep. out of these coastal cities. And I saw something in New York. There's a, a high volume of million-dollar-plus listings because there's just no market for there, and people are leaving the big cities and moving to more rural areas of the country. So that's good for us. If you missed one of our past shows on 840 WHS, no problem. Head to LouisvilleRealEstateRadio.com. That's LouisvilleRealEstateRadio.com. Or go to Apple's iTunes podcast tab and then search for Louisville Real Estate Radio. You'll see us. Back to the phones we go. Good morning, Bob Sekoler, Louisville Real Estate Show, News Radio 840, WHAS. Hello. Hi, Bob. This is Nick. I'm selling Mom's home. I have power of attorney to sign documents. But if Mom is in another part of the U.S. and can't sign documents, can I sign and accept an offer? So that basically is what a POA allows Nick to do, correct? correct? 
Correct. But it's a, it's a good idea. Kentucky recently revised the power of attorney statutes just to have an, an attorney look over it beforehand. We had one recently, Law Depot. Uh, Law Depot Law Depot. It? They went to Law Depot, and he said, well, it was good because it was okay with Kentucky, but it was it did not meet the criteria of our statute. So oh. have the attorney look at it because what you don't want to do is get to the closing table and mom's somewhere out of country and someone sits there and says, this is, this is invalid. So it's always good to have an attorney review it before the listing. Yep, and that's a great point. Um, I, it brings back, a, a, and it happened at Pitt and Frank, and I don't remember who, if you were closing it or not. This is probably about eight years or so ago. So we're sitting at this closing table, and I had been working with the seller who was a lady who um, was about to sign the house away. The um, closing attorney, again, it may have been you, says, okay, is there any a husband uh, in the picture? And she says, no. And the closing attorney, it was you or Cora, whoever, says, okay, just to be sure, because if for some reason there is, there creates problems all the way right. down the line. And she says, well, maybe I need to talk to you. And she pulled either you or whoever outside. And what it was is the husband was in jail. And she didn't want to say that publicly. Now, that set up a whole series of problems. Um, her name was only on the deed. But, in fact, uh, he was, because she was married, She he had responsibility. Yeah. Was, I was saying sometimes seniors, yeah. they'll get married, and they know that their, their children don't perhaps approve of it, so they won't tell them. So oh. maybe in the situation that, you know, oh, they have a marriage. friend and uh, the, the kids are kind of worried about the inheritance. And, you know, it's funny so. you even say that. Chuck Crosby and I have a, a situation that we're going to talk about on next week's show that deals with exactly that situation that Chuck's been looking into. And we'll talk about that. But, yeah, sometimes that happens. Anyway, so what happened with our, this closing was we had to delay the closing and somebody from Pitt and Frank had to go to the jail. They had to get permission for the husband to sign the documents. And I guess there was a notary there that allowed them to, to sign it. Yeah, usually you can work it, work it out. So, And then it convened later on that day and it closed. But there's so many unusual things when you don't have both husband and wife or two people who are on the home present at the closing table. And you have to, I know you as a closing attorney have to be really careful about that. Well, that now I would just mention based on what the caller said as, as, as the, uh, the community's graying, I guess I can say that. Yeah. But, um, if if mom or dad have significant health issues, because a power of attorney ends if mom and dad pass away, and then you have to go through the probate process. So we've had a lot of them where, where mom and dad have health issues. Usually you can either set up a trust or an LLC, and we've done it on, on real short time frames at, at times. So the, the, the other follow-up is if mom or dad has some significant health issues, again, sit down with the attorney beforehand. The power of attorney is great, but sometimes we're running to the closing table before mom and dad passes away. It's that close. It's that close. So, yes. Kevin, so from that standpoint, you bring up a really good question for any of us who are there now experiencing problems like uh, Sandy's mom and dad, my wife's mother and father, are 92 and 95. And I know that she's had the wills taken and everything's been done. But do you have any way for the kids to approach parents to make this happen, it's one thing saying to you, to our listeners, "Hey, listen, you need to talk to your mom and dad if they're close or ill. You need to get a, 
something in order. Greg, yes, Greg, Kevin, Greg, Kevin, do you have Greg, any, way, really Kevin, do you have any way that we can talk to uh, our parents about this? Just to give a little public service in that. I mean, this is yeah. a huge issue yeah, as the baby up. boomers are getting older and, and Greg's over there sitting, yes. It's, the it's, silver you, foxes. You don't want it to ever assume that, you know, but you've got to take care of it. And most of the time, a vehicle, when you get to a certain age, a trust is the appropriate vehicle that you need. Yeah. Of, like you mentioned, Sandy's well, parents, yeah. that's what they need. Ashley, Lauren, if you're listening to this, we need to. <laughs> Bob ex- needs a trust. No. Kevin, 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 Kevin's <laughs> so, got our back. So good. just so you know, I, 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 I'm, this is not something that I haven't thought about. <laughs> At 64, you think about these things. So not only did we have a will drawn up, but at our New Year's Eve uh, day party a couple of weeks ago, I had just put in a, um, a safe. Oh, where, and, Bob? No, no we're not I'm taking, I'm taking notes right now. Well, wait, where's the safe that you, you showed everybody? I showed, yeah, you yeah. showed, every, I showed only the kids where it is. So the, my point is not only have a will or, or a trust, paperwork, have it filed with your attorney, obviously, but also a copy in your house somewhere safe so that if something happens, the kids know where it is as the parent. And Don't you worry, I got a couple of hard drives, <laughs> a copy yeah. on each one. But, All right. but yeah. if I can just say a horror story, a two-minute yeah. quick. I had a client, uh, husband and wife married long-term, husband dies, mom remarries after about two years, one child, in the will, everything go to the child. When she marries, puts three or 400 grand along with her new husband in the house. Attorney doing the closing jointly with the right of survivorship. She dies. So the now will what? says mom's money, mom and dad's money, wanted to go to the daughter. Well... With the joint and survivorship, the new husband owns the property outright. Didn't have to give her a dime and did not give her a dime. Not the intent of mom, but, again, it was kind of the responsibility is take it to an attorney, look at it to make sure the intent was that money to go to her daughter. It didn't get there. And that's a shame. You're right. We are going to continue this next week with Chuck on an an issue that's going on right now, but that's a good position to leave us in so we can follow up sure. on that Kev. Back to the phones we go. Good morning, Bob Sicolder, Louisville Real Estate Show, News Radio eight forty WHAS. Hello. Hey Bob. Yep. This is Steve. Yeah. We're planning on buying a home in twenty twenty and my wife and I checked with the bank where we have our savings account and our plan um getting pre approved there. Is there any advantage to shopping at other locations? <laughs> we would we would tell you yes. You should shop at least three locations. I would suggest personally from the fact that I know this guy, Randy Rocky, Swan Financial, and now Sandy's working over at Swan Financial. I know them, and I know how they work and work hard. But even though you're a sponsor on our show, uh, Randy, and I know you personally, I would always tell people to shop at least three places because I also know that you'll beat anybody's rate as well. So that's another part of the equation. But still... Just for their own information. Yeah, you got sure to do yourself that service so that you feel confident. If you just go one way, you never know what another person would offer. Or what, be. You know, yeah. Yeah, I mean, it's thousands of dollars we're playing with. Hundreds. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, yeah. it, it's it's unbelievable how many people don't shop. Trust me. I know. I've shopped. Yeah. And I even had my so, mortgage company come to me and shop me and then uh, go back to Randy. And, you know, I still I love my Randy. So. Listen, we're, we're living in really good times because it's consumer-driven. Buyers and sellers, sellers in the hot seat, they're the, they're the people who got the homes to sell. But buyers can shop around and get better rates than they ever could before mm-hmm. in many cases. So uh, I'll give you Randy's number in just a second. Just a quick reminder as we wrap up on today's show, 
if you want to see what sellers are saying about us, and listen, we take this very personally, we want to do the best that we possibly can. And that's been our motto all the way along. We've got 25 agents now, including myself. Head to LouisvilleSellersTalk.com for videos to see or LouisvilleZillow.com, and you'll see the Zillow reviews. My thanks to my buddies, Randy Rocky, <laughs> Swan Financial, 6450736, Kevin Disler, Pitt & Frank Attorneys, 895-9900. Gentlemen, thanks for being here. Thank you. And thank, thank you to my son, Greg, yeah. who you can well, see what he does at um, uh, Instagram, at We Sell Louisville. Right? You got it. Yeah. And congratulations again to my new my son and his kids, Casey and Greg, had another baby, Ari. Who Grand's the first, last, yeah. grand, no, last grandson. That's Only one with their last name, yeah, so right, yeah. he's important. <laughs> <laughs> Reach me anytime, 376-5483. Hope you have a great Sunday. We will see you right here back on News Radio 840 WHAS. Take care, everybody.